Welcome back, loyal listeners, all handful of you. This is the boys with Austin's chaps. You know, it's Austin Ely, my boy Lucas Chapman. About to get into this. Let's go. Yo, what's it good for anyway? Never drop a dime on a pretty thing. Nah, I'm a simple man. I like simple pleasures. Get it with my friends when to get together and bounce. Then pound beer an astounding amount. Got no fear, no frown in my mouth. Free roommates and we clown on the couch. No replay when each day seems same. No rebate. Life ain't no eBay. Can't get it back. Time ain't no keepsake. How do we spend all day staring at a screen? When I pull up, no, I'm blaring a beat. Ain't no way to compare you to Bing bong. We're back. So, uh, Luke, what up, baby? Question for you. Yes. Uh, how did my semen cross the road? Uh, was it in a mouth? No, I put on the wrong sock. <laughs> He's still doing know. the old coming a sock trick at uh, at your old age, huh? Tbh, I don't think I've ever done that. But anyways, I digress. Yeah, to be honest, I haven't either. Yeah, I, I never understood the fascination with that. Right. Once, uh, uh, you know. No, I feel like I've definitely tried it, maybe. But, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't seem like you would really feel that good. It's just like a weird fucking fabric on your cock. Yeah, like it you? would give you. It would give your dick a good chance of being burnt. Might get you off if you're a furry or something, you know. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, fucking weirdos. So, uh, how are you feeling after that eagle last week, man? Caca! Eagle! Uh, well, <laughs> overall, I lost probably a baker's dozen balls. So, I don't feel great about that, but they were sacrificed for a good cause. Got some sun. Got some fucking, uh, got some decent shots. I mean, I was just trying to do one good shot of hole. Which and I feel uh, like thanks, we both did. We did. And it wasn't a single hole where we just fucking were dog shit. We had a good stroke of hole. Well, that one hole where uh, we fucking hit the, hit the house. <laughs> but then the second time around when you got to that hole, you did hit one right down the pipe. Yeah. But that, that was, was I was a uh, cart path magnet. Let's oh say. my god! Yeah. All right. So here's my specialty. Since I'm not good at golf, I'm good at the old with my irons. I'm good at the old bump and run. You know, just bump I get around. no air. You just fucking smack it, and it's just like bing, 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 bong. And then I'm not, I'm not that bad at putting. I got a nice little way to line up a shot. That's pretty easy. And Lucas, I, I told him my magic. Yep. I I fucking crush par four or five. I can't remember. I just crushed one dead center, probably like 295. Then yeah, he yeah. crushed one about 280, a little bit to the right of my ball. He just adopted the old bump and run. Got it right mm-hmm. on the fringe. Yeah. And then I was sitting there. I did the old bump and run, but I smacked a piss missile right past the hole. Um, I was looking for my ball. He he just goes up there. He's like, first time he ever like lined up the shot like me. Yeah, yeah, you did tell me. Yeah, you just got to line it up before, you know, then you just kind of twist it here. Yeah, and then I he fucking made it from the fringe. Yeah. Let me tell you, this man <laughs> looked like a fat kid in a golden corral. He was like, yippee! 
fucking great. Yeah, dude, I, I honestly was so pumped that I think the excitement you get from hitting an eagle can only be matched by maybe having a child, losing your virginity. Yes. No. Actually, I would rather hit an eagle than lose my virginity again. Facts. Like hitting, you know, get, there's just so many elements to it because golf is so frustrating. But <laughs> hitting an eagle, it requires you to be great, like three straight strokes, or which really in golf, lucky. Yeah, or super lucky. But in golf, for your average white American or your average you know, American, I guess, now that plays golf, because a lot of people play golf now. Golf fucking sucks, and it's super frustrating. But for that one moment in time, I felt like I was fucking Tiger Woods on a Sunday, you know? Getting ready for the Masters. That was that was literally the peak of my existence as a human. I felt so goddamn good about it, I can't even explain it. I honestly think that was like the first round of golf I didn't get severely pissed off, to be honest. Yeah, it's probably because we didn't keep score. Uh, yeah. I did mentally a little bit for myself, but. Yeah, I was just trying to hit at least five a hole, not including putts. Um, but yeah, putt game definitely needs some work. But those greens were bad, so we can chalk it up to the greens. I actually got a like. You were strong from the putt game. Yeah, putt putt pass, baby. Um, and your bumping your bumping run was incredible until the one time where it didn't work, and your ball fucking bounced a mile and a half into. A oh lake. yeah, it, it uh bump and run hit like a corner of a cart path. It went up about yeah. into orbit and space, and then it went right into the lake. Yeah, I honestly never seen anything like and that. And then I, I almost hilarious. did it again when I dropped my ball and tried it again. I was like, oh, what the hell? But you sc- scooted right over the top of it somehow. You avoided it. Oh, good times. Good times. First round of yeah, golf this, of the year. Felt great. Beautiful yeah. scenery. All right, Luke. What are we starting off with on our big three story of the week? We got a, we got a little bit of baseball. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of basketball. I think we're going to end it with a little uh, foosball. Who do you want to start with, baseball or basketball? Um, let's go ahead. Let's do basketball. Okay. Dude, tank integrity. How? Uh, so this week, the Mavericks, who keep in mind, even if they won their last two games, would not have made the playoffs because of Oklahoma City winning. So these games meant nothing. So the Mavericks, after the first quarter of the second game, 81, took Luka out and Kyrie didn't play. And they lost. Uh, No, they won, I think. Or they lost. I can't remember. doesn't matter. But anyways, they got fined $750,000, or as you have said, a a vet minimum player for quote-unquote tanking and fucking up the integrity of the play-in when they wouldn't have made it anyways, Adam Silver, you dumb fuck. But and I think the Spurs playing is stupid. Yeah, it is seven and eight like, seed went anyways. Yeah, just make it seven and eight. Just do that. Just no, it no, only no made sense for the COVID year because the fucking season was cut in half. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, that 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 whole fucking tanking thing, it's stupid because that's what the Spurs have done. That's what all these te- like three or four teams have tanked really bad. Yeah. The fucking like, Sixers get- tanked for like six straight years. Yeah, the Pistons fucking tanked because Kate Cunningham literally just had shin splints and then they gave him surgery to miss the whole year. So now they can go get Victor. Wimby. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah. That's my whole thought on that thing. It's it's fucking stupid. Uh, what for are your pref- <coughs> for preface? I think they're ultimately mad because it wasn't the fact to get a the chance at a lottery pick. It was the fact that if they aren't in the top ten, they lose their pick to the Knicks, right? Yeah, yeah. So my whole thing is, I think that's the only like gray area. I guess because they lose their pick if they didn't do it, which they still can. If somebody in the 11, 12, 13 somehow wins the lottery in the top four, it could bump them to 11 and they're fucked. Anyway, Adam Silver is going to rig those balls. Oh, 100%. But my whole thing is like taking in baseball and football, that's. It that's losing integrity of the game because you you where you finish is where you get. Yeah, Whereas you're when you're losing in purpose in the NBA or NHL, you you're fucking relying on a ping pong ball. You know that that's to prevent tanking. So I don't understand the point of finding. I mean, it wasn't really that big of a find to be honest. They probably, honestly, Adam Silver could have been a cuck and just took the whole pick away regardless. Yeah, it'd have been so fucking stupid. Yeah, that would have fucking sucked. Like, that would have been honestly like a worst case scenario. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I don't think tanking is that bad, anyways. As long as you set the expectation of this is what we're going to do. Because for a lot of these teams, that is the only way you will get good. Yeah. The Thunder will be good because how fucking hard they tanked in the play. Well, I mean, they did kind of rip some teams off with trades. But they tanked so fucking hard that they've accumulated all these picks and shit, high picks, high draft picks, and now they're set up for success. Like, that's the only way Portland's going to get good again. That's the only way the Spurs are going to get good. Yeah. Like, I'm, you have to you have to tank in the NBA because you have to get a star player, and then you have to hope that that star player turns into, like, a transcendent player that can get other people to come or whatever, unless you're playing in Los Angeles or New York. Yeah. Like that's how you have to get good. Unless you get insanely lucky with a fucking, a Giannis Antetokounmpo where it's just some guy you take a flyer on because he's tall in the second round or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you don't hit on those guys, then you're fucked. And then yep. your team's going to be really bad and you need to tank anyways. Like the Pistons, nobody was ever going to fucking sign with the Pistons. They had to finally get, they flustered being like a 32 to 40 win team for like six, seven years. And then they started tanking and they got the number one pick because they decided to do a full rebuild and they're still kind of tanking and they have the best odds to get the number one pick. But guess yeah. what? The mo- The best way for them to make the playoffs is to suck now to be great later because you get potentially great players. Like, I don't know why the NBA is fucking pissed off about this. That's that's how it works. That's literally how the Spurs got Tim Duncan in the fucking first place in 1998. 
when they barely missed the playoffs. Yeah. Or like when the Chicago Bulls jumped 14 teams and got Derrick Rose over the Timberwolves. Wow. Would the Timberwolves have drafted him? I don't know. Or maybe I'm thinking of the Kyrie one. That could have been it, too. And they had to settle for fucking Derrick Williams. Well, you have to think. Who was the NFL team last year that? Houston. Houston. Or is that this year or last year? This year, Houston had the worst record for the whole fucking year. They were oh, that's what it was. So and then hard. they should have just lost, and then they fucking won their yeah, last then they, game. Yeah, they decided to play hard the last game of the year. <clears throat> but that shit happens all the time in the Dolphin NFL. Dolphin noise though. incoming. The, the problem with the NFL is, with tanking, is I think it's just hard, it's hard to lose that many games. Like, you're yeah. going to get lucky, and you're just – like, even a good team, like, you can sneak up on a good team if you're, like, two and nine just because the fact that that good team is going to be like, oh, we got a division game next week or something like that. And then you just fucking – like, the Texans, they took Dal- – I Dallas won on a game-winning drive, and then the very next week, I think they took the Chiefs, like, late in the fourth quarter or something like that. Yeah. Like – even the shitty teams, they can still beat some of these teams. They just, you know. I think the thing were... for the NBA is that the bottom, like, four or five teams in the league, they're all, like, purposely making the shittiest roster possible. It's like yeah. the preface of Major League or Ted Lasso. Like, they're trying to lose on purpose that way. So it doesn't yeah. look like they're tank. Like they're, not, like, they're not resting players. They just have an entire G League roster. Yeah, they just trade anybody over the age of like 24. Correct. For literally just draft picks in the future. And yeah, it's however, it does in in baseball and NFL. If I saw someone losing on purpose, that would piss me off. I will say that. Well, you watch the Royals. But I think, yeah, (laughs) but I think the thing there is it's for 30 years. I, I think for baseball with no salary cap, that kind of. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. Ba- it's, baseball, it's not the Royals fault that the Yankees make can spend way more, make and can spend way more. Yeah. That is the problem with MLB, but I do think the problem, the MLB, I think tanking would come more directly like just from the owner because yeah, if that owner wants to, he can spend the fucking money. Like, yeah, J- but, but just because he had enough money to buy that franchise doesn't mean he can just keep buying players. So, yeah, that does make it tough. But it in the MLB, it is a very unique situation where, I mean, honestly, like the Pittsburghs, the Kansas Cities, the Milwaukee's, Cleveland's, Tampa's, like those teams really are like feeding farms for. New York, Los Angeles, yeah, definitely Houston. Like it's which it's really not fair at all, but it's been like that for I don't know thirty five years. But that's what's what's made the MLB kind of great. I mean, honestly, the last I'd say like fifteen years because I don't really consider the Dodgers to have an actual World Series with the twenty twenty. COVID year was like 60 games. And then yeah. the Yankees have only won one World Series in the last 20 years. 
they've only been to one. Yeah. So it's like it's not really even working for them either. But then Boston also for a lot of those years has had the highest salary cap and then they have like three or four World Series championships. So Yeah. But you've seen I just, some I just think the argument markets. is is that they can spend all that money and they consistently make the playoffs for 20 years. Yeah, they're always in the playoffs. Though. The Royals had to luck out and made the playoffs twice in 30 years and the two times yeah, like they made it, the playoffs they went to the World Series. Yeah, like if you're if you're Baltimore playing in the AL East, you just have to be a little pissed off. Yeah, definitely. Cuz like there's no way on a consistent you cannot like even if you had like when they had Buck Showalter and all that kind of shit, you could have the best best manager, fucking best farm system, and ultimately it's probably not going to matter because you're not going to be able to pay most of those guys anyways. And you have to compete with the Yankees and Red Sox who can just spend $300 million every offseason to go get a pitcher to fill their fucking – their ace spot or go get a fucking four-hitter. Whenever they want yeah. to, but like you have to just rely on their your Baltimore's your only hope in the early like whenever was just to get Omar from the wire to just go clip fucking <laughs> Jeter in the kneecap before a game. Like that was Baltimore's only hope. Paper clipper and Yankee bitch. Or Yan- Yankee clipper and paper bitch. That's was that is. was that is that what the other guys from the other guys when uh Mark Wahlberg was the G You should have shot A Rod. <laughs> Yeah, that shit was funny as fuck. Yeah, I don't know. Tanking is kind of bullshit. It kind of sucks. But, like, in the NBA, the the only sport where it is everything I think is totally fair is the NFL. In the NHL, because most of those guys don't give a fuck. But, like, in the MLB. And it's not in, super star-driven. You can. Yeah. That's why like, I love the gotta, NHL is I, I just wish they had a fucking team here. I'd probably go to 20 games a year. They could have a team. It would be pretty easy, but yep. whatever. Kansas City's fucking stupid about it. Speaking um, of baseball, buddy. Yeah, baseball, man. We almost, almost saw history last night. Yeah. One of my playoff picks was the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Yes. Do they still go by the Devil Rays? No, but I think they are. I think they do have... They do have those sweet ass powder blue uniforms. Yeah. 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 Which every fucking team has a powder blue jersey, I've realized. Yep. Now they do. Even when their colors aren't even fucking blue. Kind of gay. But the Tampa Bay Rays, they um, went 13 and 0 to start the season. And if they would have went 14 and 0 last night, they would have been the first team to ever be start off the season 14 and 0. We could just say we're filming this in the seventh inning of the game. We're watching it while right they now. were losing six to one or whatever they fucking lost to last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the plus side, they did lose to my other wild card playoff team. So, yeah, even though they lost, it's still insanely impressive. Like, you're starting off the year, you're winning your first four series just off the yeah. bat. Just winning the first four series is impressive. But yeah, not losing everything like that, like getting a jump on. The Yankees is big, but also it's just like, I don't know how fucking Tampa always does it. They, They're always they, good. They somehow just turn up whatever pitcher they fucking have into an all-star. It's like, you look at their yeah. top four starting pitches, it's just like, they're top 20 pitchers in the league right now. But if they go to another team, they're going to suck dick. 
Yeah, but they they like they get pitchers from other teams too. And they like make them good too. And they make them good, yeah. But then like uh it's what's just the, the complete like? fucking opposite of the Royals. Yeah. That dude, that's why I'm like, if if I was a GM, the first thing I would do is just pay whoever is their like double A or triple A coach, like their pitching pitching coach. And then just pay bring him whatever him. he wants. Pay yeah, pay that guy whatever salary. the fuck he wants. Yeah, I'll triple your fucking salary. If like if I'm a small market team, if I'm Pittsburgh or Kansas City or something, I will triple your goddamn salary for you to come and you you help my fucking pitchers be good. Or whoever their scout is, I'll fucking quadruple your salary. Just make my pitching staff relevant because they they've done this shit for like since like 07, 06. Just like they consistently over because I, th- I think they went to the World Series one of those years, right? Yeah. Like 0- 07, it was, 08, like, it like was Randy Rosarina's like first year there, I think. Oh, he, well, that was the COVID year. But I'm talking oh. about like going back to like Evan Longoria. Oh, back then? I'm not sure. They might have. They they weirdly just have good runs. Yeah, but they've like. But they don't have any real fans. Yeah, they have no fans, but it's because where they're at, practically. But like they for the last like fifteen years, they've pretty consistently been overall, like on a year to year basis, like a top five team, practically. But yeah, they just haven't yeah. won, which sucks. But yeah. that some of that goes to because they can't fucking pay anybody. <laughs> yeah. But they scout the shit out of players, they develop the shit out of players, and then they go other where or like other places on big ass contracts and then they suck. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, I, it's so the weird thing about baseball is it's so early on in the season. But like, we're fourteen games. You're still like, well, you know, we're just kind of figuring some things out. But they look like an absolute force, man. And Randy has been a stud. Yeah, not in the uh, deep fantasy baseball league. I traded fucking like Max Scherzer two years ago for Randy, and it's dude's a five tool. That looks genius right now. Yeah. Well, it was him and Brady Singer. And then last year, I think I dropped Brady Singer when he was got fucking optioned. And then all of a sudden, he's playing good again. I was like, damn it. Yeah. But, but that's, that's still a huge point. win for you because Mad yeah. Max has been getting his dick beat in so far this yeah. year. But like, um, he's given up a shit ton of home runs. Yeah. Um, The other two teams that went 13 and 0 post 1900, you know, or whatever, but they were both in the 80s. It was the 82 Braves and the 87 Brewers were the only other two teams that started off 13 and 0. Did either of them, neither of them went to the World Series, did they? Brewers probably didn't. I don't know about the 82 Braves. I, they could have, I guess. I don't even know. It wasn't like I was alive. Yeah. I just, um, I just like those little obscure those little stat- tidbits. You know, I'll, I'll look it up here in a second. But the only other team that had more wins to start, it was before they were in the MLB, but it was the St. Louis Maroons of the Union Association. They started off 20 and 0. But, Jesus uh, Christ. when the fuck was that? 1884. You know, whenever Ima- your uncle Jimbo got off the, <laughs> your uncle yeah. Jimbo got off a shift at, you know, the steel mill and pounded a few, uh, Milwaukee's best. Or <laughs> and then started fucking. I mean, they were playing with a four by four, pretty much. A four by four and a steel ball, yeah. 
Jesus Christ, man. But yeah, I mean the home run fence line back in the day for that was probably two forty. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. That's a good stat. That's a fun stat. 1884, man. That's fucking insane. Also, it's insane that baseball's been around that long. Like you think like the sports that we watch will still be around in 2150. Yeah. But like think how crazy that'll be because there'll be like teams that have like 15 Super Bowls or like 30 Stanley Cup championships, you know? Like, then it gets to a point where it's just like, you've won so many of these things. Right. It's crazy. I don't know. Like, I feel like they just have to, like, restart the league. Hey, 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 Jamie, can you uh pull up the okay. stat on uh who, who won the, if uh, the Braves or the Cardinals won the World Series? Oh, oh, oh th- thanks, man. Oh, na- neither one even made the World Series. Okay. Sadly. Well... So that makes history I mean, repeats itself. Yeah, I don't think the Rays are gonna go to the World Series, but no. I would love to maybe be wrong, I guess. Because as long as the Yankees and Astros don't go, I think it's a win. Yeah. I think. Yankees, Astros, Dodgers. I don't think I want Cleveland to go though. Um yeah. I don't think they'd make it there anyways, personally. But... No, I don't think so. I think it would be cool, really cool for baseball if Toronto went. Yeah. I'm really on board Toronto this year. I'm I'm diving in. But I really don't have a real reason why. I just think it'd be cool. But I do think, uh, going back to Tampa, they need to be relocated. Because the how good they are, they deserve a fan base and also a stadium. That, yeah. like, actually respects them and wants them. I think they tried. I don't know if it was the COVID year, the year before, year after, but they were trying to do, like, half their games in Montreal. And then they fucking turned that down. And then also, like, the, I think the Rays have their stadium contract all the way through, like, 2027. I made that number up, but it seemed like a very long time away whenever I saw that a few years ago. No, I did. Um, their owner, though. He is trying to like force Tampa's hand on either he wants a new stadium proposal that's like signed and ready to go by the end of this year, or he wants to relocate the team. I think they should relocate. Sorry, Tampa. Yeah, but I don't even think Tampa would care because they're not in Tampa and nobody goes to the games and that stadium sucks dick. Yeah. Where is is it like in St. Petersburg or some shit like that or St. Something. Yeah, so like Tampa's over, well, like if you're looking at my hands, Tampa's over here, St. Petersburg, you have to cross over the fucking the bay. Water, yeah. To get over there. So it'd be like like living in San Francisco but having to travel over to Oakland for games. Pretty yeah. much. Living up in fucking yeah, Washington it's... or Oregon, you have to like take a little ferry to a fucking island, you know? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I like it, it it just would make so much more sense for them. Like if they relocated to Nashville or Charlotte or something like that, like it would be so good for baseball. It would be good for them. Yeah. Like have a nice new fucking stadium because if they build a new stadium in Tampa, it's going to have to be some kind of a, a dome roof kind of thing. And if they build it in St. Peter's, there's still probably not going to be people that go. 
Yeah. I, I Americans might hate this, but if they're if the MLB expands to two two more teams, which I don't think it ever will, because all the big teams will get they don't want to do any more profit sharing. But I, I do think either like Vancouver, Montreal, something like that, I think another Canadian team needs to be there. Yeah. I think it'd be good for the sport, personally. Yeah, I think we like we've briefly talked about this, but yeah, I think the way I would do it is move the fucking A's to to Vancouver. Or Vancouver, that's what it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I don't think Vegas needs a team. I don't. Vegas is a fake city. It's not a real city. And I'm, I'm like, not sure if Vegas can actually support three professional sports teams. No. But because if you move the A's up to Vancouver, you fix, you fix, like, real rivalry issues, and you have Vancouver, Seattle. You have another team for, like, the Portland area to kind of support because Vancouver and Seattle are an hour away. Um. Yeah, and you give Canada like because Canada is only represented in like East Central Canada. There's yeah, one team for a, a huge fucking country. But if you put a team in Vancouver, you give the whole Western Central Central West someone else to root for. You have a natural rival with the Mariners. Blah blah blah. Yeah, and the Blue Jays. Then you have a fucking Canadian battle there too. Like It'd that would be sweet. Be... Yeah, and then move t- move Tampa to either Nashville or Carolina. Call it good. Yeah, like I think that would be perfect because the A's aren't going to work in Oakland anyways. It just I don't know why they keep yeah. doing it. Just fucking move, I, do something. I hate to say it, but I do sim- semi disagree with you. Whenever you said that Vegas couldn't support a third team, it probably could because they're bigger than Kansas City, population yeah. wise, and like they get so much fucking tourist attractions that people just go out there to watch a game all the time. Like whatever team they root for, personally. But it'd also be hot as fuck, so it'd have to be a dumb. So. Yeah, like I see, I agree, but then the only reason why I partially like disagree because it does make sense. Like in the summertime, lots of people are in Vegas and shit, but because it's such a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Tourist like town. a yeah, like a passing by town. Yeah. I think it would just be hard to like cultivate a fan base for three teams in that city. But yeah. if you but, put the stick, like, because the T-Mobile the arena season of the other two. Yeah. yeah, but like the the good thing with Vegas is like the T-Mobile Arena and then Alliance or Allegiant Stadium, they're both like right on the strip. So yeah. if you put a baseball stadium pretty much right on the strip, then people, yeah, like what you're saying, they'd walk there. Like in the middle of fucking summer, you could put fucking connected to a big ass casino, you know, shit like that. Yeah, true. Actually, that wouldn't be a bad idea. But I do think Vancouver would just be, it would be better. I think you'd just have, you'd have like a really good fucking fan base there. I, I, I agree. I would rather see a team in Vancouver personally, but. But yeah, it'll probably go to Vegas. That's where everything in Oakland goes. Pretty much. Pretty much. All right. Next. Uh, NFL draft is here in Kansas City. Couple weeks. I think we wanted to get ahead of the game a little bit. We're gonna give we're gonna give you our top ten uh, mock draft ideas, pretty much. Not ideas, like wh- what we think might might happen. Obviously, it's a yeah. crapshoot, so this is never gonna happen. But uh, Luke, how do you want to do it? You want to just go 
you go through all yours or and then I go through all mine or do you want to go like the one, the two, the three and we just say what we think? Uh, We can just uh, actually that's not it's not a bad idea going one through ten like that, but it might just be easier just to go one through ten me and then one through ten you. All right. Just so it's like not as confusing on the listener, I guess. Easier to just follow straight through. Bet. Go for it. All right. So the first pick, Carolina's on the board. Yeah. Carolina's on the board. I don't think they trade it. Um, I think they go Bryce Young. I don't think that's the best pick, but I think they go Bryce Young. Um, yeah, they need a quarterback. They've signed a bunch of people. I think I think that'd be a good pick. Number two is the Houston Texans. And I don't think, I think they might actually trade this pick, but some shit that D'Amico Ryans has been saying makes me think that they're not going to take a quarterback or they're trying to get somebody to trade up to them. And I've seen a lot of mocks that have like them trading with Tennessee or Indianapolis. And those people are stupid. I'm like, I don't know how you're a draft expert because you're not trading with your rival to let them go get a quarterback. You're just, no, yeah, that's not how football works. Um, but I think they keep this pick because I think D'Amico Ryans, he's trying to build a 49ers blueprint a little bit. And I think he's stupid in a way that he thinks you can win with any quarterback, really, if you have a defense. So I think he takes Will Anderson at two opposed mm-hmm. to a quarterback, which I think is dumb, but whatever. That's why they're the Texans. Um, then the third pick, this is my one trade I have. I have the Arizona Cardinals trading back to seven or the Raiders trading up to three. Um, except I do kind of think maybe if you're the Cardinals here, I wouldn't be shocked if they said, fuck it, tried to draft a quarterback and tried to trade Kyler. Because that team's falling apart and they're paying Kyler a shit ton of money. If you can get off that contract and then get a young quarterback, like, and you're probably going to get a first and you're going to get more draft capital back, you can easily build your team up better that way. Because somebody will take a flyer on Kyler because he's 25, super talented, and he loves Call of Duty. But I think in this year, I I think the Raiders get to pick. They get the guy they want, which I think is C.J. Stroud. And I think C.J. Stroud wants to be a Raider, although I don't know why you would want to go and just be Patrick Mahomes' son for a decade. That doesn't seem smart to me, but, you know, um, he can get right in line with Justin Herbert and uh, Russell. Mr. Unlimited Wilson as uh, Pat Mahomes' little whipping boys. Uh, The fourth pick is the Colts. And I think they're dumb if they don't take Anthony Richardson. I don't think he's going to be good, but you at least have to take a shot on the talent. Um, And then the fifth pick, I have Seattle. And I actually don't think they're going to take a quarterback. Um, I think they're just going to take Jalen Carter. I think they're pretty happy with Geno. Maybe they get a guy in the second round or something or just wait till next year. But I think they take Jalen Carter. The Detroit Lions, though, at six. I think they see an opportunity here, and they draft Will Levis from Kentucky. I think they 
I think they like Jared Goff. I think Jared Goff likes Detroit. And I think Will Levis, it gives them enough wiggle room to where you can say he's like a passion project. He's like a year or two away as they like define his skills, redefine his footwork, all that kind of shit. Um, and then Jared Goff can still carry you for a year, maybe two while Levis gets ready. But if shit hits the fan and things don't go well, then you can play the rookie. Um, then the seventh pick due to the trade is the Cardinals. I think they take Lucas Van Ness from Iowa, edge rusher, because they don't have any anymore. Um, but that's also why I still wouldn't be shocked if they did some kind of trade and drafted a quarterback. Uh, eighth pick is the Falcons, and I think they're going to take uh, Ohio State's left tackle, uh, Paris Jackson, Johnson? Uh, Johnson Jr., yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, the Falcons, I think they have – they've signed a shit ton of people on defense. Their offensive line still stinks. Like, if you're going to try to make Desmond Ritter a decent player, you probably need an offensive line, run the football, so get a big dude. Uh, ninth pick, I think the Bears stay there. and They take Peter Skoronsky at left tackle because Justin Fields has been getting murdered. Um, yeah, I would agree there. Line. They have a shit ton of money, blah, blah, blah. Get a tackle. Get somebody. The tenth pick, I've actually I've wavered a little bit here, and I've went complete switch. So I was going with the Eagles. I was going to have them pick a corner. We talked about this, and originally I had Joey Porter Jr. because I just think he kind of fits the mold, and then maybe he could play safety. However, as I was taking a dump, and these are when your best thoughts come to your mind. If I was an Eagles fan, and I'm not, I hate the Eagles. But I think this is what they should do, and I think they might consider it, is to draft B. John Robinson. Yeah. Because if you take him, and you have to think of it as a four-year, this is a four-year, maybe five-year shelf life. But if you take him, and because they lost Miles Sanders too, you put him behind maybe the best offensive line with a team that has Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown outside and Dallas Goddard, you have weapons, you have a quarterback who can run. Like, you could – I could literally envision him having a 2,000 all-purpose yard season just fucking destroying teams with the set of offensive – like, the offensive setup that he would have. Like, I think it would justify taking a running back at 10 because he's so fucking talented. You can use him out of the backfield, all that kind of shit. And with the option stuff they could do, that that to me would be an absolute no-brainer. And I think as it would make me so sad because I love Bijan. I want him to not go to the Eagles. But I think it would make the Eagles immediately go right back to the Super Bowl. It just makes sense for you. It did. Yeah. It, it like I think a corner or a defensive lineman, something like that, would be a great pick. It would be just fine because the Eagles are going to be able to run the ball anyways because what they have but like if you can get a truly like transit like transcending style runner and receiver like a dude who can do all that kind of shit then why would you not unless they could get jameer gibbs in the second round yeah like one of those two guys if he could get one of those two but like Bijan, you could give his ass the ball 25 30 times a game but just understand that that you're only going to probably have him for like four years. 
but it's the 10th pick and it's a pick that you got from New Orleans anyway, so it's not even really your pick. So I'm saying fuck it, take the running back and the Eagles. I will declare them on that day if they draft him Super Bowl champs <laughs> until the regular season starts. And then it's fuck the Eagles and Dallas is kind of find a way to beat them. Yeah. I I think he I will go it. he will go first round. I just feel like most teams will be scared to take a running back top 10, 15. Even though he's a fucking stud. I can guarantee you if he's available at 26, Dallas will take. Oh yeah. I don't I I think he'll be somewhere between like 15 and 20. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I I, I don't know who's he... picking there cuz I don't have that in front of me, but I Like I feel like he's too good of a talent to not go top 25. Yeah, I think he'd be a really he'd be an awesome fit in uh not San Diego, but for the Chargers. Um I, dude, I think he'd be a good fit for like Cincinnati. Uh, you got to think of a team with like a young quarterback. Where did uh, Sanders go when you said he got traded or signed? It was the Panthers? Yep. Okay. That's actually pretty and good. He got like a, like a four year deal. It's like five and a half million per. And he just came off like 1,100 yards, 12 touchdowns. Is Eckler still getting traded for the Chargers when you said that? Who knows? I don't know because I, I remember he requested the trade, or then nothing happened. They were going to trade him, and then he I think he's still on the Chargers. It's like a Aaron Rodgers situation, yeah. but for a much lesser known player. Even though Austin Eckler is like a fantasy god, yeah. But like Bijan and Sierra, Los Angeles, I always say San Diego. That would be crazy. That would be exciting. Yeah, that'd fucking suck for me. But I think he'd be a much better player in Philadelphia. Yeah, run heavy offense. That'd be sweet. But yeah, I think that's uh that's my top ten. I'm there's gonna be some kind of a surprise in there, and I I'm starting to think that Arizona's just gonna blow everything up. Because their owner is in some trouble, their general manager's in some trouble, uh Tyler, nobody seems to like him there. Buda Baker just requested a trade. So, like, all the players on their team that make any money want to leave other than Kyler, but I don't think that – clearly I don't think they like Kyler, and I don't think Kyler wants to really play there or cares about football for some reason. Yeah. So, I would just trade his ass. And, like, you're at the third pick. Like, you're going to – there's going to be at least probably two, maybe three quarterback options right there. Mm-hmm. Trade Kyler for another first and a second, maybe another first. To me, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. Like for the position that they're in, because they're you're not winning that division. You're probably not making the playoffs. Probably not. Probably for the next two years. So just fucking blow it up. That, but then I also I could see Tennessee. Because I was trying to think of this, I could see Tennessee trading up into the top ten. I just don't know where they trade to, yeah. other than if it's Arizona to try to get a quarterback. Yeah. But it so, just seems like they would have to give up a lot. Uh, my top ten mock. I will go through this quick, so not to beat a dead horse on uh, just going into it. 
on your long-winded yeah. <clears throat> explanations on everything. Sorry, sorry. I talk a lot. My bad. Um, All the hype is going towards Bryce going to the Panthers and every single mock draft I ever saw, like in the last week, has him moving up there. Fuck that. I still think they should take CJ Stroud. I think they still like him. Panthers yeah. taking CJ. Um, CJ is a better player. Yeah. And your D'Amico Ryan's thing makes sense for two. I'm still going to have them take Bryce Young because I think they're fucking stupid if they don't take a quarterback. Yeah, I just think they're, they're stupid. Yeah, they'll be literally right back in the situation that they have been in the last like, two and or three years. And their team isn't good enough to follow the um, 49ers. 49ers blueprint. <laughs> uh, yeah. 49ers have all pros at literally every level on defense. At three um, for the Cardinals, I didn't do any trades. I just left it as is. I think this pick will get traded. Um, but I wasn't going to, I was just leaving it as is. <clears throat> um, biggest hole without trading Kyler Murray, D Hop, whatever you were suggesting. But I think their biggest hole is like secondary. They also just got rid of Buda Baker, I think, or he requested a trade. They Dude, have no he, corners. Yeah, he, he requested a trade because he wants to be the highest paid safety, which he doesn't and, deserve. Um, he doesn't. But corner, I think that's a weak spot for them. And I think uh, Christian Gonzalez from, I think he went to Oregon, but they got Pac-12 Pac scouts there and shit. I think if they need something to help them now, it's a corner. Yeah. Um, four, I think Indianapolis, they're going to they're gonna favor the Larry Bird treatment and they're going to take Will <laughs> Levis over uh, Richardson. I think somebody will be enamored with Richardson and will take him at three, whoever trades up with them. But that's beside the point. Probably I think like five of these teams could take – could take a flyer on him and have him sit for a year or two. Um, but Seattle, I think they take Will Anderson, the D lineman. He's honestly that a fucking be, stud. And I think I think that would be great for Seattle. Yeah, I think that'd be perfect for them. Um Detroit, I think they don't they're not gonna care. I don't think Dan Campbell's gonna care about the old uh Jalen Carter situation. I think they might just go ahead and take him. That dude will He'll look fucking so good in that Honolulu blue. Oh, yeah. With Danny Campbell right by his side. He'll fit. Detroit's so perfect if that's how it works. A big hole for the Raiders, I thought, was offensive line. So I think they're going to take Paris Johnson Jr. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good fit for them. Uh, Who the fuck is the Raiders quarterback? Jimmy G spot. Oh, yeah. I forgot they traded for him. Yeah, he's fucking Signed so him. hard. Um, Eight, I think the Falcons are slightly stupid because they keep saying they are going to roll with Desmond Ritter. It would be yeah. smart for them to take Richardson here, but I just think they're a stupid organization and they're going to take, uh, I think he's an edge, but Tyree Wilson. Oh, uh, from, from, uh, from A&M, I think is where he went. Yeah. Texas A&M. Yeah. Yeah. And that they need everything. So that's not a bad pick, I think, when they're. That, I think that, that really wouldn't be a bad pick. I mean, when you look at the last two like big edge rushers from AM. Yeah. Fucking Miles Garrett, Von Miller. But they're gonna suck again regardless. Um, I think they'll get a top five pick next year. That's not when four quarterbacks are gonna go. So they're probably gonna get their pick of the litter quarterback next year. That's my thought process. 
Um, nine for Chicago. I am taking the same guy, Peter Skaronsky. Um That sounds like a Chicago last name, doesn't it? It is, and he went to Northwestern, which is in Chicago. Yeah, in Chicago, and, yeah. That uh, Chicago would lose their mind for this kid, right? And I think Skaronsky. I think he's the perfect fit, like you said. Uh, Justin Fields just been running for his life for two years yeah. straight. Um, need some they help need there. Some they need to. Uh, they need to sign someone and draft somebody. I think for offensive line. Um, ten. I have Philly taking the Iowa kid, edge rusher that you had think at like eight, but Lucas Van Ness, the Loch Ness monster. Dude, I think that'd out. be spicy for them. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, I mean, it really anything the Eagles do, they have a super deep like roster and lineup. Anyways, their defensive line is so fucking good too. So they don't necessarily need it, but they always draft defensive line. Oh yeah, like two rounds. They lost one too, didn't they? uh, Oh yeah. Well, they lost Javon Hargrave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he went to the fucking Forty Niners. Mm-hmm. And little little bonus pick for you. Um, this is who I think would probably trade up to take him anyways, but I think at the eleven spot the Titans will take Anthony Richardson. That'd be good. But I think they'll I, probably trade up for him. I think I just, okay. That's why I just have them going to the Titans because like they could trade up to three or five, six, seven, eight, whatever. But yeah, that's what I got. What uh Okay, what do you, what do you think about this? Since we were just talking about tanking, I I'm talking myself now into the thought that I don't think Houston's going to take a quarterback and because again. I, I think they want to tank for what's his nuts from USC. Oh really? Like fair. you build your you build a defense, and you know you're going to suck. And probably get the number do you, one pick. Do you year. think D'Amico Ryans would have taken that job knowing they're just going to fucking tank the first year? They gave him like a six-year contract. Uh, that's true. So, like, I think that – and he played in uh, Houston. Yeah, he did. So I think they have, like – they're set in probably on, like, we're giving you three test, like, sample years, see what you can build out of this. Yeah, I guess he's getting money from it. So that that could be it. I really hope they don't do that for anybody's sake. I I could see that possibly happening, but also, I don't know. Because, like, the Falcons needing a quarterback, like, I think they might stink. But then also this this would make sense for the Cardinals to just keep Kyler. Well... Or maybe trade him and just, like, get defensive players and then you're going to suck so bad, get the number one pick next year. Hmm. And, like, you already have a young defense, like, young players and shit. I don't know. I'm just kind of talking out of my ass, but. Yeah, I just – I think a number of these teams could take Richardson – just to like sit behind somebody for a year or two. Like yeah. I could, I, I don't think he's going to go one, two, one, two at all, but he could go. I think he could go to the Colts, Seattle, Detroit, Vegas, Atlanta. I don't, I mean, he won't go to Chicago or the Eagles, but he could go to literally any of those teams just if they are wanting to have him sit behind. But I think 
for those teams' sakes, other than Indianapolis, I think they need to get some defensive help or offensive line help. That's my thought process. Yeah. Yeah, the Anthony Richardson thing is fascinating because I never, until the combine, I had no idea that anybody even thought he was like a top quarterback or Will Levis, really. I think I think I I knew Will Levis was going to be a first round quarterback probably in the teens, but yeah, then all this, like Anthony Richardson was maybe a second third round quarterback. Yeah, Plus, yeah. he didn't win didn't. shit at Florida. No, he's just really fast and can throw the ball a fucking mile. Patrick Mahomes is a little different because, like, yeah, they didn't, like, win the Big 12 or anything, but he was having games where he'd fucking throw for 600 yards in the 700-yard game. And it's just, like, they were expecting him to be in the top 26 or whatever. Like, like most mock drafts out here had the Chiefs actually taking him in the 20s, and then they traded up to fucking 10. And everyone everyone I was watching the draft with was like, oh, my God, we're moving up for Deshaun. And I was like, I guarantee you we're taking Patrick Mahomes. And nobody, nobody liked the pick just for fun. Oh, no, no, I was the I only did, person I excited did. that we drafted that motherfucker because I was like, that's a fucking canyon. He's the opposite of Alex Smith because I like the guy, very nice guy, but I was like, he's not going to win a shit. He doesn't have a nice leg. Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah, I did. I vividly remember like them trading up, and I was like, they're so stupid if they don't draft Deshaun Watson. Yeah, just because he was like he was so polished and shit, like not in a mas- massage way. He was. Then he polished. was polished yeah. that way too. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but like I just, I was like he was so good in college, and I was like you know he he's got the balance, like he can work the pocket, slings that bitch around. Like this is a, this guy would look so freaking good with Andy Reid, and I thought Pat Mahomes, like I thought he, yeah, just like insane arm talent, but like the. They, you know, he was at Texas Tech. Like every Texas Tech quarterback throws for a zillion yards. Yeah, but then he was the one. But I also thought he was going to throw a shit ton of picks, and he's never done that so far. Yeah, I thought he was going to be like a twenty interception. Guy. I thought he was just going. I honestly thought ceiling Brett Favre. Not, a, not a bad. It's not ceiling. a bad ceiling. I, I, I still thought yeah. he was a great talent. Yeah, but, but I don't. But I don't think. But I don't think Anthony Richardson's ceiling is Brett Favre. No, I think his ceiling is like Cam Newton, maybe, maybe. I would say like 2010 Mike Vick, like that one year on the Eagles, <coughs> where he was insane, and the Eagles won like 11, 12 games. It was like after Mike Vick got the starting job for Philly, and then he was throwing like 90 yard bombs to Deshaun Watson, or not Deshaun Watson, Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson. Jackson. Like, yeah. Because that was like that was when Mike Vick, he like got like his passing game like got like def- like redefined or his, whatever. His accuracy got better. His he always had a cannon. Yeah, because like yeah, when he was in Atlanta, it was just he was freakishly athletic. And I'm yeah, like, he had, he had a great he had a hard. great throwing program with a rock from the the yard at Leavenworth. He was just like, I'm gonna hit that spot right on that there shed. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. I forgot he went to Leavenworth. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. But, Too bad Andy Reid wasn't here yet. We probably would have signed him right away. Yeah. He's in our backyard. Kansas City, I'm not sure how that would have went over, but. Probably not great, honestly. Who knows? I don't really think it went over great in Philadelphia until he started throwing touchdowns and then nobody gives a fuck. Same thing with Deshaun. The moment the Browns go on like a three-game win streak, 
Oh, every be, masseuse in Cleveland will be all over the shot. To be fair, who was it? Kevin Cobb. Yeah, you have fucking Kevin Cobb and Michael Vick on Kevin. your roster. I drafted Mike Michael Vick that year in fantasy because I was like, he's going to start by week three, and he Kevin, started like week two. Kevin had a halfway decent run in like '09, I think. Yeah, like to end the year when someone got hurt or something. Andy Reid could make anybody good, like Nick so. Foles. Was insane with him. Big dick Nick. Yeah. That's a pretty good draft, man. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to doing like a full fucking mock, but I don't know how all the trades and shit are going to work out. But yeah, Richardson and Bijan are like the two people I'm pretty interested in. To see where they go. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I am, I honestly like very interested in what Houston does in Arizona now. But yeah. also Detroit. Honestly, I'm pretty fascinated with this draft this year. Yeah, because I think Detroit could be really freaking good, really quick, depending on what they do. Yeah, yeah. But I think their best chance of being really good, really quick, is just sticking with Jared Goff this year. Yeah. All I'm saying is, is if the Houston Texans don't take a quarterback, they're a bunch <laughs> of assholes. Well, I think they're going to end up being an asshole. But uh, what's your asshole for this week? Hemorrhoids. Oh, wait. Not my asshole. Who's my asshole? Gotcha, 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 gotcha. I think the entire population of the planet would agree with this asshole. My asshole this week is the French tickler, Rudy (laughs) Gobert. (laughs) The French tickler. Mr. COVID-19 himself. So there's many instances over the past five years that just lead up to this. Like you said, it was like the, he was making fun of COVID or whatever. He was like touching all the mics where he's like, oh, it's not real. And then he fucking got it a week later and shut down the whole fucking league, you know? Yeah. That's like one thing, you know, he fucking gets in little tidbits with all his teammates all the time. The Timberwolves gave up their fucking firstborn child and whatever and their, and their second and, and their, their wife third and their wife and their girlfriend they they killed their yellow lab and then every single cum shot for the rest of their lives um oh, that's yeah. an awesome part but this week rudy gobert crunch time almost they that almost fucked them to get out of the playoffs the timberwolves but last game of the season, like part way through the game, he punches like Kevin or not Kevin, Kyle Anderson. He was out there like, dude, fucking block a shot out there because he was being a fucking pussy. Yeah, he is a pussy. And he fucking punches his teammate, his teammate nonetheless, in the middle of like a game. And I'm just like, this is why Donovan Mitchell, everybody on that fucking team hated you in Utah. Yeah. And. Uh, He lost to the Lakers because he got suspended for a game. He almost didn't play the next game last night when they beat the Thunder, which, to be honest, if he didn't play, they probably would have lost based on some of the highlights I saw. I hate the guy. Regardless, That would have been an absolute nightmare if they would have missed the playoffs. Like I think it's going to be a nightmare anyways because I think they're going to lose in the first round, which, yeah, you make that that trade at least to get to the – 
I think you make that trade really to get to the Western Conference Finals at some point. Yeah. But plus their uh, best defensive player. This is outside of Oswald of the week. Oh shit. I mean Oswald B, I guess, from the same fucking game. Jaden McDaniels, great young player, great perimeter defense, can block shots, whatever. He got pissed off going into halftime because they were losing halfway through. Punched the damn wall and broke his hand out for the playoffs. But yeah, That's Rudy tough. Gobert, I just hate his personality. He's just an asshole, asshole, cuck. I, I hate the way he looks. And yeah, I, he just he, has a real his, fucking punchable face. He has no body fluidity. He moves so stiffly on a court. Yeah, I think I used to work with some people that were like French, and they said that Rudy Gobert was so hot. And I was like, that dude looks like a fucking alien. I wouldn't fuck him with a 30-foot pole. Yeah, that would hurt, though, if you had a 30-foot pole. Well, yeah, I wouldn't be the one getting punctured by him either. I'd be the one doing the puncturing. And I'd be doing it for you, motherfucker. (laughs) Uh, Every time I stuck it on, I said, there's Austin. But that, this is for the 2023 first-round pick. Ugh, there's 25. And then 27. he just has the biggest gaping asshole of all time. Yeah, he's such a douche. I, But I do think he will be very useful against Denver, though. Yeah, he will be useful against Jokic, I think. I think they could borderline upset them. But McD- or McD- yeah, McDaniels being out, that's kind of shitty. But I think that... I think Denver Minnesota- will win sick. We'll win in six, but you think he will? Denver? Yeah. I just think that Minnesota has the second and third best players in the series, and they have the best guard in the series. Oh, and Edwards. I was thinking point guard, and I was like, fucking Mike Conley. What are you talking about? But okay. Mike Conley could be useful in a series like this. Oh, he is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. The Vandalorian would be pretty useful too. They had him. Yeah. Yeah. Walker Kessler, things of that nature. But yeah, so that's a good asshole, and I feel sorry for you, man. That would really, honestly, it would chat my ass if I was like a passionate Minnesota uh, fan. Yeah, except I fucking dropped him, so fuck them. You dropped him for a team that missed the playoffs, which is also it fucking sucks. I'm I'm cursed, and I don't want to watch basketball anymore. Dude, honestly, I I kept trying to de- deny the fact that you're a curse, but like. I mean, you came over here in Dallas as a four seed, and they ended up as the eleven seed, getting fined for tanking. Yep, that's a curse of curseable offense. One might say I'm chapping Dallas fans' ass. Yeah. Also, one might say I'm a little chap that you didn't just grow up a LeBron fan because we wouldn't have had to deal with his bitch ass. Ah, uh, fair. You piece of shit. What What else is chapping you? Uh, what's chapping my ass? Well, there's. A few things. Um, Mavericks not making the playoffs. Chaps my ass a little bit. Corey Seager, my MVP pick. Uh, straining his hamstring, being out for a month. That chaps my ass. Um, but the number one thing that's chapping my ass, and he's been an offender once already. Uh, he's my little beautiful orange pussy. My pride and joy. My beautiful baby boy. My baby boy. Peanut. Um, he's a fucking menace. He's still up to no good. 
but he's so goddamn handsome and he's grown up so fast. Except last night, I picked him up. I had no shirt on. I was in my pajamas. I was getting ready to take his ass to bed. I start carrying him. And like he's he's come around to like he likes being held on his own accord. If he comes up to you, he's cool with it. If you pick him up, he does not like it. So I should have known this was my fault. This was my fault. But I pick him up and like within one second, he immediately like puts his back claws right into my chest and jumps off. Normally, I wouldn't get upset and I wouldn't care that much because it's just like a little scratch. But this motherfucker had two claw marks, one right on the top of my nipple, like going on my nipple and like across my nipple and then one right underneath my nipple. And my nipples are hella sensitive. Like my nipples are more sensitive than my nutsack. So him scratching my nipples, my nipple, it hurts so fucking bad. And that chapped my ass. It's also Um, chapping your nipple right now with your shirt on. Dude, it is. If I'm sitting here looking at it, it's all fucking scabbed up. And it fucking hurts, man. Fucking uh, nipple injury. It's not a good time. It's not, but I can't do anything to him because I love the fuck out of him, and he he doesn't mean any harm. He's a good old boy, uh, but yeah. that's that's really all. It's a couple of things that chapped my ass, but that was the main thing just from last night that kind of pissed me off. Yeah, uh, I had a I had a dog one time just like molest my nipple. Oh, it was to this day that nipple is like seven hundred times more sensitive than my other nipple. That's good. Have Pammy flick it around. Yeah, you can feel it in different pressure people. points throughout. It's like, oh, oh, there's the left central quadrant of my shaft. Oh, 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 that's that's oh. that's my taint. Oh, oh, it's bouncing around. Oh, oh, my my right earlobe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with a sensitive nipple, though, brother, brother bear. It just looks weird because it gets cold, and I only have I'm only like nipping on one side. But it's a good conversation starter. Yeah, good, good, good thing you need to be talking about your nipples and opening conversations fairly often. <laughs> is is it I cold like out that. here? Just on the left side. <laughs> it's about uh, fifteen degrees colder on this side here. It's gonna rain. Yeah. <laughs> well, just uh, just like that cat fucked your nipple. Yeah, I think we're gonna move into a little bit of fuck Mary kill. FMK, what? But with no cats, no animals. What? What's on the? Uh, what are we? What are we fucking marrying and killing? So I thought this would be pretty fun uh, because the, I guess the video game genre is really popping off uh, in the cinema and TV shows with The Last of Us, and then also with us going and seeing Mario, which uh, I think we'll do a brief review of. But in honor of that, I thought uh, a fuck Mary kill of video game franchises would uh, would be very nice. Okay. So yeah, that's what we got. So I got a got a little mixed bag here where we got uh, sports video games. Then okay. we have some Nintendo in honor of uh, Mario coming out. Okay. Um, and then some first person shooters. Ooh. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So. What uh, what would you like to start with first, sir? Let's do let's do sports, then shooter, then Nintendo. How about that? 
Okay. And okay. then we'll roll the Nintendo in too. Peaches, 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 peaches. <laughs> Mario, Luigi, and the Donkey Kong too. Oh, okay. So sports, we have the Madden franchise, which it's gone downhill, but still pretty. You know, I play it all the time. Okay. Uh, MLB the Show, and then NBA Two K. This is kind of tough. But I think one of these games is by far the most superior. But this is also ranging back in time. Um, Your youth and, like, what are you going to play, you know, with your boys, like, when you're in college, all that kind of shit, you know? Fuck. Because, honestly, like, there was a time where I think each one of these were better than the other, like, there's a good five year stretch where it's like Madden. That was the shit. There's a good five year stretch where NBA 2K was, was untouchable. Sh- huh? 2K was untouchable. Oh, it was from untouchable like, from like 11 to like 15. But the long longevity of MLB the show is kind of unmatched. Yeah. Um. I, this one, I think it's the hardest one. Yeah, I hate to say it. Okay, I think I'm gonna. Just because I can still sit down and play this and love it, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna marry MLB the show. And then That's this right, is where it gets tricky because like both of these, you can one night stand them. You can uh, play play with your buddies or whatever. You can like I still buy all three of these. So, but both yeah. 2K and Madden piss me off. Yeah, I complain about them every year, and then I'm like, all right, here's my fucking $70. I, I think I can drop in and play. I want to fuck NBA 2K and kill Madden. I hate to say it. Because I think. I think a lot of people would say it. I think Madden just over time was great, but I just feel like the last fucking six of them have been the exact same damn game. Yeah. Yeah. And I think. Uh, if you go into the online based things nowadays, I think Madden Ultimate Team is the worst out of all of them. Between that, the NBA 2K My Team and MLB The Show's Diamond Dynasty is by far superior to all of both of those. And then yeah. the career mode in NBA is better than Madden. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. What I'm gonna say, my uh, this is how I would do it. I would. I'm going to marry Madden because no matter what you're going to be bickering with that bitch. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to stick by it. It's been, been around forever. Like, and I know every year when it drops, I'll complain about it. I won't like a lot about it, but like, I just, I have to like, you have to have, yeah, it's the sport that I care most about. And like being able to play kind of killed me to say that. Yeah, I'm like it. It's just like I, I don't know, and I still just playing online games. I still get the most joy out of playing Madden. I, I hate get playing Madden people. online. Oh, well, I like it still. Um, and then this is where it's tough because MLB the Show is the best game out of these three by a lot, like a wide, wide margin. But if I'm just fucking one, I'm thinking if like my buddies come over. Or like whatever, or if I'm just like playing one one of these games for just one night, 
I'm probably going to play a my career or I'm going to do like an association of some sort. But like I could with the association mode, I would rather play like a full game with a team on 2K or play against like a buddy on 2K over the show. Mm. But like that is one thing that MLB the show lacks is that both of those other two games you can do like an online franchise with other people. Yeah. You play a season, but you can't do that on MLB the show anymore. So that is lackluster, I will say. Yeah. Like with the show, it was either I was either going to kill it or I was going to marry it. And that's the same thing with Madden. But I feel like that's the same thing with marriages in real yeah. life. You're either going to fucking stay by that bitch or you're going to kill her. OJ Simpson. D- I don't d- know. Divorce. That's, divorce. Yeah, divorce. 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 Yeah, you're not going to kill her, but you know how it goes. Um, Regardless, I'm a cuck and I buy all three of those every year. No, 100% I buy them all. All right. Then uh, let's bounce down to shooters. We got the Call mm. of Duty franchise. We have the Halo franchise and we have Battlefield. This one for me is easy. You go first this time then. Okay, I'm marrying Halo. It's my favorite video game of all time. I play it all the time. We play it together. I love it. I'm going to fuck Call of Duty because Warzone, practically, that's the only reason why. And I'm going to, I think Battlefield is a better game, better franchise than Call of Duty, but just more people play Call of Duty. So as a result of that, I will play Call of Duty more because I'm not an alpha, I'm a beta. Fair. Beta bottom. So thinking of the franchises as a whole from like conception to now, as you know, as a PlayStation guy up until just recently, I did have like an Xbox one that I just had at my dad's house that we'd play. So I'd like Halo two on it. So I pretty much only played Halo like at friends houses. Yeah. And then now and call of duty used to be the The shit. shit. And now it is shit. Yeah. Battlefield Online, I think, is dog shit. On Which Wisconsin. makes it hard to... Like, a, a shooter that's not good online. But I think Battlefield, like, from conception to... I don't even think the newest game had a um, campaign mode, but that, that had probably the best, like, military campaign other than, like, Medal of Honor. So this is a little bit harder for me. I think I'm just going to kill Battlefield, even though I think, like, bad Battlefield Bad Company 2 was just amazing because that was just like a different it was like playing nfl street in comparison to nf like madden or something like that yeah but, uh, i used to just play call of duty so much oh yeah like modern warfare modern warfare 2 world at war black ops, black ops 1 and 2 like i think those games are just so iconic and i played so much of that with my friends and it just kind of reminds me of, of shit like that of my youth so i th- even though i think i actually like halo more now it's like i'm i think i'm i think i'm marrying call of duty but yeah we've gotten a hot steamy divorce and now i'm just fucking piping the shit out of halo right now oh yeah i'm married i think i'm gonna marry halo or marry call of duty and just fuck the absolute piss out of halo pile driver yeah and kill Battlefield. Sadly. And then, like, in hindsight, it was like, that was who I should have been with the whole time. You know what I mean? God, that's gorgeous. Yeah. That's beautifully well put. 
Thank you. That's beautifully well put. Um, so the last section here, we're going to a, a fuck Mary kill of Nintendo. Ooh, okay. Yes. So the first one I'm gonna go with Zelda, which okay. Zelda's been around pretty much as long as Mario. Uh, I think Breath of the Wild is like a top four video game ever that I've ever played. I really loved it. Top four or five. Um, yeah, Zelda's great. Everybody loves Zelda. Uh, then I'm gonna go with Mario. Everything encompassing the Mario franchise. Uh, you can get whatever game you want. I mean, there's a lot of variety there, which makes it tough. Um, and then I'm going to go with uh, Super Smash Bros. As, okay. as the third one there. Uh, there's a lot of other options, but I thought Super Smash Bros. Because, yeah, it has both of Mario and Zelda. There's like four or five iterations of them, and like all of them are fun as fuck. Yeah. So when you, you said all iterations of Mario, so does that include like 2D games, 3D games, like yeah, Mario I'm talking Party, from... Mario Kart, Mario Sports games? All of them? I feel like we should take or just away the, the story sports. mode ones. The sports, yeah. The story driven Mario games, not okay. like Mario Kart. And uh, like the soccer tennis, one, tennis and all that shit. Okay. Yeah, because then, because then that it makes it too easy to just it's... pick Mario because there's so much. Correct. Okay. I think I'm still gonna marry the Mario games just because they're iconic. Yeah. yeah, they're incredible. Um, like the what was one of the newer ones? Like Odyssey. That was actually still oh. a great game. Mario Odyssey was so fun, dude. Um. So. To have a fun time to sit around, you know, play with a buddy or something like Super Smash Bros. I think I'm fucking the shit out of it. Yeah, dude. And like yeah. Super Smash Bros. is that every like every bar that you go to that has like yeah. some kind of throwback console. They and I always stuck at it. Bros. Yeah, you just don't play enough. But. You know, you got to. Fuck a couple uglies to get good at it, right? So, yeah. And, and then I guess Zelda? I'll kill I guess I'll kill Zelda. I mean, I didn't play that too much like on my 64 or anything. I think I played a little bit. I think I borrowed Breath of the Wild from somebody and it just kind of reminds me of like a more childish version of like God of War and I just hate all the puzzles in it. Yeah. But on God but of War, the puzzles were fucking awful. The the these the ones in Breath of the Wild weren't bad. I wish I would have. I wanted to keep. I wanted to buy it and keep playing it to say I loved it, but the damn thing never went on sale. Just like yeah. Mario games, they never go on sale because people buy the fuck out of them. Correct. You know the way you feel about that game is the way I feel about Red Dead Redemption Two. I never I finished it. it either. Yeah, I bought it in like. I was like, I objectively can say that this is a really good game. But something about it just did not ever click with me. Yeah. To where, like, I never, I would play it, and then I would never want to go back to it. But then, you know, it would be like a random Saturday a month and a half later, and I'd be like, huh. Yeah. Let me play Still a great time. game. I, I just like never finished hours. it. It was a great game. I just never finished it. Yeah. As far as Red Dead and, and Breath of the Wild, I guess. Yeah, I would be in just complete agreement with you, to be honest. On all three of them? 
Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I love the Zelda games, but I think the Mario games are better. Um, just there's so much variety to them, and they're a little lighter. You don't have to really think much for a lot of them. Um, yeah, and then, like, Super Smash Bros., like, some of my best memories ever playing fucking Super Smash Bros. You can play with everybody, and it's just fun as fuck. And it was, like, it's, like, like kind of, you know, revolutionary in a way. But, like, Super Smash Bros. on the fucking 64, so tough. Yeah. But yeah. No, I'm full agreement, man. But, uh... I think that's a good way to uh, segue into you want to do some concessions this week? Yeah. These are our concessions. I'm not Since gonna... Austin was in town, we both went and saw the Super Mario movie. Like a couple of cucks. We sat in a theater where he ripped ass and almost made me pass out. Did right at the end of the movie, I took a fucking fart, and I just laughed so hard it was so bad. Uh, literally fucking disgusting. This guy has no movie etiquette. Just fucking ripping ass, brother bear. Brother bear. I held that for an hour and a half. Yeah, Suck my dick. So, uh, what'd you think of the movie, man? You like it? What'd you think of it? Uh, I thought I liked it more than either like the Sonic the Hedgehog movies. Um. It was just like it was so light and fun, and it like there was a couple shots I loved when they did like the two D fucking shit where he was running through stuff. Yeah. Um, and like Peach's castle, everything like everything looked the way I thought it should look. And then the part where Luigi gets like trapped in a portal, and we we're kind of talking about it. Um, it just like felt like a, a Luigi's Mansion movie would be sweet, like. And then Donkey Kong stuff, it was sweet. And then they like they incorporated the uh, the Mario Kart stuff in there like really well, but like yeah. not in a like a weird forced way. Like everything they did, I was like, oh, this makes sense. Like this is really cool. And like the characters all looked like the characters. Honestly, I thought it it was just like a beautiful movie. And there was some pretty funny parts. But o- but uh, overall, the big heavy hitter. Jack oh, Black. Jack Black is Bowser. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I literally have not fucking been able to stop singing that goddamn peaches, 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 peaches. Yeah. I love that shit, man. He was so fucking good. I loved it. I'm like, I would love a full just fucking Bowser. Jack movie. Black. I'd watch a fucking whole TV series of it. Honestly, but, that uh, would be a yeah, she, just like, well, what, what is this Mario got? Does she seem to like him? Hold on. I got, I got a weird side note of a chapter here. I'm sitting here watching the NBA playoffs, and there's a commercial on TV. It's a Fast 10 commercial with Bronny James in the commercial, like doing basketball moves. Yeah, you can have NIL deals, baby. But I, it literally was like going back and forth between him like dribbling and dunking, and then, and Vin Diesel saying family. Yeah, I, it, it, I, I don't, I, I don't know. But yeah, uh, Mario was great, dude. I'd, uh, I'd give it like an eight out of eight and a half out of ten. Super fun. If I had kids, 
I think they would love it. I think my wife would love it. I think all the characters were pretty good. Luigi was a huge pussy, which he is. Like Peach was a badass, which he is. That was is. like the only person I could tell their voice. Was, was that's what Luigi. I was trying to tell him. I was like, it was like honestly, like I didn't really tell. Like it was like Chris Pratt. Like, like if if you did walked into that movie and didn't know it was Chris Pratt as Mario, you wouldn't have been able to tell. Yeah, Luigi, uh, like Charlie Day, just has, has such a fucking distinct voice that I could tell that right away. But yeah. It was a great movie, though, dude. I yeah, really liked it. I was I was going to wait until it came out on HBO to watch it, but I'm kind of glad we went and saw it because it was pretty fucking funny, man. I liked yeah. it. It was light, humorous. The like you said, it, the picture was great. Um, Jack Black singing solos, good time. God, tenacious D ish. Seth Rogen is uh, Donkey Kong, and then he just had his little chuckle all the time. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, but dude, honestly, like all the castings were fucking great, man. Then they had like this little scene where it was like scary, like it kind of gave it like Luigi's Mansion vibes. Yeah, like, like if you made a Luigi's Man, like you could make a scary fucking movie, but like, like they did. You really could. Like you could make it like a. I don't know if it'd be PG thirteen, but like you could make a pretty scary feeling Luigi's Mansion and like have it PG because yeah, like probably. all the little. The, uh, Nobody would be dying. Yeah, yeah. it'd just be jump scares. Yeah, I mean, I got a good good kick out of it, man, and like it made me excited for like whenever they bring Daisy in and all that kind of stuff, and just like how they continue to build on the story because I do think they could make a pretty cool like Super Smash Bros. kind of tournament style movie, like all that kind of shit. Which is what they kind of did with Donkey Kong and Mario. Yeah, well, the, the Donkey Kong thing, when he was throwing the fucking barrels down, yeah. Donkey Kong was, like, on the red, uh, uh, what, do you, what do you call that shit? Like, uh, they literally, like, it looked like a Donkey Kong versus Mario kind of map thing. Yeah. It was like, oh, this is really fucking cool. They did a, they did a lot of homages to, to the their games. history. To the, yeah. to the 2D games, to the 3D games, to the Mario Karts. It was beautiful. It was very well done. I don't know why anybody would bitch about it. Like, if you're bitching about this movie, then I just don't think you probably ever cared to actually watch Mario. Yeah. I think the consensus is most people thought it was going to be dog shit. And then it was actually fucking good. That's pretty goddamn good. I'd go see it again, Brother Bear. Probably are, aren't you? I think so. (laughs) Either that or Mafia, Mommy. I'm going to let the wife choose. Yeah. But... Yeah. Too bad. Uh, I mean, Peach is still alive, but do do you know what um Peach said on her deathbed? She said, "I'll fucking never marry you, Bowser." Yeah, she she was uh Mario, please delete my Bowser history. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. They're funny too. You just come up with that off the top? Yeah. Unless I've heard it like 10 years ago. I don't know. <laughs> Please delete my Bowser history. That's funny. <laughs> oh, shit, man. All right, loyal what? listeners, all three of you. Yeah, all three of you plus fucking my mom. If if you're still listening, we love you. That's we all love you. Say. And uh, if you want to donate to us, just like maybe 30 bucks. Yeah, give us a just... 
interview. Hit up our Venmo. Yeah. We don't need it directly through the Spotify. Just uh, give it to us. Right, right. Text Mail, free. Cash Text app, free. whatever you want. <laughs> All right, guys. See you next week. Oh, 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 oh. Gangnam Style. Yeah!